Hi, I'm Danny Brave. And I'm Tommy Venus. This is our podcast, Transmission. This podcast is a container for us to process our lives while nurturing our connection with ourselves, each other, and the collective. We invite you in on the conversation in case what we have to share is of value to you. Thank you for being here with us. All right, are you starting now? Yeah, it's not, it's not very serious. Great. Just start talking to me like we're having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yay. Well, welcome to anyone who's listening. Um, yay, episode two. <laughs> Here we finally are. <laughs> we're in a very different place. Yeah. Seven months later? Uh, I guess so. I, we recorded it in June. Yeah. So yeah, seven months yeah. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, nothing to be sorry about. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, should we update everyone? I guess so. Yeah. Well, we moved to a different state, to a different home. We both started new work and basically living a completely different life, which we manifested and wanted. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. How are you feeling we about did it? it? I guess I'm just picking up on what you're saying. I mean, it's just kind of like, I was like, kind of, you were talking, I was like, wow, it's kind of, yeah, it's it's like intense. It's like a very like intense way of saying what we did. But in all reality, it's like, yeah, we, I guess we like rebirthed ourselves again. Yep. And totally changed everything. Yeah. Again, which I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it's one of the things I was thinking about talking about, but just this life of just flipping, flipping identity around is the thing. Mm-hmm. It's just happening. And we did mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I'm mm-hmm. very like surprised at how, <laughs> not quickly, but like we really did just like flip around and manifest ourselves in an entirely different environment Mm -hmm. and place that's like way better Mm -hmm. yeah yeah way more aligned with who we are or who i am anyway i'll just speak for myself yeah this is interesting you were saying you know i mentioned moving and you were like you said like you just said something about i don't know manifesting different identity or something Mm -hmm. so do you (laughs) do you are you experiencing our physical moved as like an identity shift also? Like did the identity shift come and then you were like, Oh, we have to move or are you feeling your identity shift as a result of moving here? I think both. I think I'm feeling sort of what was, I think we've talked about, talked about this before about like some having like, um, what are they called? Just, Sit, I want to say, like, sit-back cells. They're just, like, things in you that are, like, in the back but not really being called upon because you're not in the right situ- situations to mm. be them for, the, for them to be used. And we've also talked about, like, you have, like, certain parts of your DNA and ancestry in you that can only may only be evoked if you choose a certain life path. And mm. you can have all different things, something, whatever. Like, you might act in a situation how 
someone from your ancestry line did in that particular situation mm. and you not really know where it comes from. I think that parts of what's filling in as my identity were things that were in me in Brooklyn mm. um, and are probably the things that called me to move. Mm. Like the sort of person being, yeah, a sort of person that I feel more calm with. And mm. then I think some things are being brought out here that I didn't know that are kind of surprising me. I'm like, oh, I guess I did sort of need this to, I did want to be this. I didn't know that. But there's mm. some things that have been with me that now I just feel comfortable. Mm. And I'm also like realizing, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I guess I needed certain things more than I mm. thought. Mm. And I'm realizing those things from, yeah, my identity sort of coming through in mm. different ways. That's awesome. What about you? <laughs> I don't know, just when, you, yeah, when you were talking, I feel like, um, it was reminding me of, um, butterflies and the imaginal cells. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like when, um, this is like one of my favorite things ever because I think it's the most beautiful and accurate metaphor for being transgender or even like being on like an identity, any identity journey of like, who am I really? And why am I here? Yeah. Um, the caterpillar is born with all of the cells, latent like potential cells to become a butterfly. And then when it goes into the chrysalis, it turns into the primordial goop and the caterpillar first has to totally disintegrate. But in its disintegration, I, I, and you know, I'm not a scientist, so this might not be completely accurate, but just the way that I sort of artistically, anecdotally understand is that those cells that were in the butterfly, in the goop, in the chrysalis, start to then build the butterfly. And then um, mm. through the strength of having to rebuild itself, it's able to then like push out of the chrysalis. And mm. it's this completely different. Yeah. So... Yeah, but for me, in terms of um, identity and um, identity and moving, um, yeah, I think it's I. I came to so we moved from Brooklyn to Brooklyn, New York, to North, Northampton, Massachusetts, and I came to a festival um, in this area or close to this area this past summer, and. I met a group of people who live in the area who I felt like, I felt really like a deep, the deepest sense of belonging um, and the deepest sense of feeling supported after sort of, you know, growing up being abused and not feeling at all supported and sort of having to fight in New York and fighting to survive and make rent and to, and to feel it. And it's just like, you know, these people, in this area, they're just like, they're just like, Hey, like, how can I support you? Like, how can I, how can I be mm -hmm. here for you? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm realizing now that the climate of the area also caters for people to be able to be like that. There right. are some serious like things happening in New York that are making like just the culture of it that it's always been. And then just, it's like the, yeah, it's sort of like a, yeah. It's like you're fighting for your life. You're in like total survival everyone, mode. Everyone's in survival mode in New yeah. York. It's a it's a thing. And yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> very edgy, as people here like to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. 
yeah, so I just felt like, you know, and, and also people who really value, um, like, chosen family and relationships and, like, how can we nurture nurture our relationships to, like, really support each other and wanting to, like, build sustainable relationships over time and when there's conflict to have people, other people to support in order to repair mm. and really just this, like, tribal thing that yeah. is not, that I've been... I've accessed it on retreats and I've accessed it for moments in my life where I had to like pay large <clears throat> sums of money. And now yeah. it's just sort of like here. Yeah. Um, the power yeah. of the land is something I was just thinking mm. about moving in here. Like the power of the land here is way more, it's just like way more palpable. Mm. I think specifically like you're saying, like there's like this tribal thing going on, just the connection to like people who used to live in communities and tribes out here is like just way more, it's a focus out here more mm-hmm. than anything. And so then I think you, you have people who are now in this time of earth sort of mirroring that and able to do that because of like the match and the energy. Mm, yeah. And it's really like, it's really the most perfect, beautiful place for me right now because it's like, it's still a city. Like there's still like little coffee shops and there's a hub, there's like restaurants and there's a, there's somewhat of like a, dense collection of people and yet there's space for everyone and there's nature and there's the land and there's a lot of queer magic here specifically there's a lot of queers who are in touch with magic and astrology and art and a lot of things that we care about also so yeah high five good life choices mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but yeah, so just going back to in relation to identity, it's like, I think this is, you know, and this is one thing that my our, my friend um, and our, te- our teacher Z has pointed out to me is like, you're a community person, like you're a, you thrive in community. Mm-hmm. And he's talking, Danny's talking about Zahava Gris. Yeah, right Zahava Z Gris. Um, By the way. Mm-hmm. Um. Hi. <laughs> Hi, if you're listening. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. But, and I felt like that was really accurate. And so that, that part of my identity, I think, is what, like, brought me out here and is getting accessed out here. Though I'm still, and we've only been here for, in our own, in our own place um, since December. Um before that we were couch surfing for the month of November around here, which was really freaking crazy, but great. Mm-hmm. Cause it connected us to a lot of different people and yeah. we had to rely on people. Um, I'm still bringing up like, yeah, when I was homeless here for a month, <laughs> yeah. amazing interaction. That's how I have this source resource now. People mm-hmm. are like, oh yeah. It's really hard but magical to me. Yeah. Like now our, our friend's, Rachel and Heather, um, we met them because they gave us a couch through a Facebook group and they now are students in my queer and trans yoga class, which is another thing I've gotten back into, um, is teaching yoga after five years, um, being here and yeah, like now these people, because these people posted a couch on the internet, they're like coming to our housewarming gathering that we're going to have and friends. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so definitely being a community creature and and feeling like that is not necessarily uh, what's happening in New York and what's what feels 
like doesn't it didn't feel accessible in New York. I don't know if it was Not there the and I just way. couldn't get to it or yeah, I don't know. I think that there's certain sentiments that were there. It's just mm. the environment and other things going on there make it so it's not... It's just not the form of things that mm. I think we were looking for. Yeah, totally. Or I was looking for, at least. Mm. It's interesting, though. I was I was going to say, too, that um, I... Oh, I totally just lost my train of thought. Oh, that being in the community, more of a community mindset here and feeling like access to and supported by community I do still find that because I'm we've only been here for a couple of months we've only moved in about a month ago and we've been adjusting to new work and you know just totally new everything I find I'm still a little bit isolating myself even though I know that I have people to reach out to but like I mm -hmm. feel like I was so used to isolating myself in New York because there wasn't other people that I'm still in that kind of habit. And I'm really, it's really painful. So mm. I'm really looking forward to that eventually unraveling. Yeah. Yeah. I think alone time is so good. And I also think just like... Alone time is good. Yeah. I feel like the amount of tenderness that I received here, like, is actually allowing for me to, like, have alone time and, like, I don't know. Yeah, just mm -hmm. the because the support is so much more of what I need, I'm more fulfilled yeah. to have that alone mm -hmm. time and it be kind of okay to sort of isolate. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just like my... I think it is a part of like the Aquarian thing. Mm -hmm. I was actually, yeah, when I was reading about it the other day, it was something about like actually really, it's really good for me to be able to like isolate after a bit of time. Mm -hmm. It's like there's power there, but... It's Scorpio, uh, too. I was just thinking when you were talking about the whole, the ego thing of New York and some of the things that I, like, received from being here and, like, not realizing that I needed some of the things, one of which being, like, this, like, tenderness from people, mm. um, <laughs> was, like, it, though, thinking of those things makes me drop like the ego because I realize my my body wants to go back to like the ego thing of New York like mm. I'm like why did I go like there's this there there's that there or like whatever and then when I when I like step back and like think about why I left and think about yeah it just sort of helps me deal with it and yeah I'm mm. just thinking about the ego thing of New York again mm. um and, um, oh, man, I just had a thought, but I think I lost it. I'm sure it will come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find, yeah, our conversations are pretty cyclical and make a lot of connections between a lot of things, so okay. it'll, it'll make it back. I just looked back. at the recording at 2222, now it's 2233, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. I want to do a pause to just thank anyone who is mm -hmm. listening to this, even though I know that our perspective is valuable and that, um, you know, it feels edgy to say, but we're, we're a gift and I'm, I'm learning that more and more. I think everyone's a gift and we're just like giving our gifts by offering this podcast, but also time, time really is precious and, for anyone who's chosen to spend their time in a moment of their life listening to this right now, um, thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah.
because you could be doing anything with your time. Yeah. Like, and you're doing this, you're listening to us, and I don't, I just don't take that, I don't take that for granted. Yeah. In the same way that I was at, I was at a workshop um, with a lot of people who are in this community a couple weeks ago, and um, I looked around the room, it was like 30, 40 people there, some who I know pretty well, or I'm getting to know well, some who I don't know well at all, um, but really good vibe, and I just started crying because it landed on me how mm-hmm. we're not actually alive for that long, and how it's so, 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 so special mm-hmm. to get to be together, and how how it's just so important for us as human beings to be together as much as possible. It just, it just made me cry. The, the truth of that just hit me so hard. How like humanity is the tribe and we're, we're meant to gather Mm -hmm. in groups and we're meant to be together. Mm -hmm. I I felt that land in a really emotional way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Especially to come together is really individual, but then together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is stuff that I needed. It's one of the other things I needed that I didn't know. And, landing and I'm like wow yeah one of those things that saved me from the ego mm-hmm. it can be really individual and I think that's some of which mm. I was contributing to in the environment one of the environments of New York is that thing mm. so it's good to not sort of be doing it in the same way anymore yeah um yeah I feel like also with you taking alone time you know it equally is sacred to sort of reset and have like connection with yourself and intimacy with yourself and knowing how to be alone. And if anything, the community, I feel like supports that or could support that. Um, and yeah, when we lived, I mean, we shared a tiny ass room in New York. So we also didn't have our needs met in terms of our own alone time. So it's like now all of a sudden, we're getting our needs met in terms of being alone and in terms of having people. And it's just like a bit of a shock. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Yeah. For me I mean, anyway. A uh, shock that you have these things. Yeah. Like I think a part of me is like shocked that I'm actually like meeting all of my needs, like financially yeah. in terms yeah. of being alone, yeah. in terms of having people yeah. in terms of creativity. It's like, I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm, I'm actually having the most success actually meeting admitting that I have needs and meeting those needs yeah and I think that's a lot of the shame a, a lot of work that I've done around overcoming needs shame which is a result of abuse fun fact you become yeah. you become actually ashamed of like needs that are completely inherent but because your needs were never met you develop a giant like block of shame around having needs that are only human so then that's where the like isolation comes in and like not making enough money and all this stuff because you're actually ashamed of like what your very base human needs are um i feel like i've blasted through a lot of that Mm -hmm. pat myself on the back yeah that's what a lot of people here are doing Mm -hmm. yeah we've definitely breathed the air here (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mm. for sure yeah um, can I ask you to talk about something? <laughs> yeah. So so we're sitting here, and I, I was just, like, looking at Danny because 
<laughs> you're just sitting here and we're like under our twinkle lights and you have like a fur collar on. Yeah, I'm going to paint the picture for you. <laughs> you have like a fur, like, it's not a collar. It's like sort of like a, what would you call this? It's draped yeah. over either so- shoulder, but it's not like a choker collar. It's kind of like a... No, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not like a collar, like right. a kink, like leather collar. Yeah. No, it's, it's like... It's like as if it was a collared shirt, like an actual like collar from a collared shirt, but it's not, made out of fur. Not real fur. Not real of fur. Fake costume fur. fur. Yeah. Out of our costume mm. bin that we have, and there's yes. gold glitter and body paint that was done <laughs> with like red lipstick, and I also have like a very smudged design that um, I was thinking I sort of wanted to put together photos for when we share our yeah. little like diary, voice diary here. Mm. But um, I wanted to, and so Danny drew symbols on me and then painted himself too. So we're just like sitting here in like the <laughs> aftermath, which I think is like really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm like thinking about us from like the third perspective of like what we look like. Mm. I wanted to ask you to talk about like what you were thinking about and channeling when you were doing uh, this on me mm. and then also on you. Yeah. Yours, uh, so I put on Tommy's solar plexus like a lightning bolt with a bunch of glitter. This is what we do when we're at home, by the way. Yeah. We were just home together. It was was a snow day and we couldn't go anywhere. So it was great because it actually put us into a really artistic place and a place of like creation and processing all of the changes that have happened to us in a very short period of time which is really overwhelming even though it's been really positive it's like I feel like I've just been grieving because it's like that's actually one of the forms of grief that Tyna talked about is when so many changes have happened that a part of you actually thinks that you're dying or that you've died yeah yeah anyway now I'm referencing like which yeah which people do die in this plane in a lot of ways Actually, that was okay. Well, I'm gonna finish. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go death. I wanted you to talk about the symbols, but then also okay. I want to just. I this is another thought I was having about like uh, trans people and death and oh god, and, yes, and just like the dying thing and okay. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to cover. There's, we need to make more episodes. <laughs> there's just a lot. I, there's just a lot of thought to log in and yeah. to just save. But you know, we can just and keep share. journaling and voice and then split it up and sort of whatever. Yeah, but yeah, so. Okay, yeah. So I'm just I, wondering if it if we can like connect it somehow to like I, I was just like intuitively like let's talk about mm. what you channeled. Yeah. So I channeled uh on Tommy like a lightning bolt in his solar plexus for power and then we put the gold glitter over that and um which to me glitter I uh, I'm so obsessed with glitter and I actually well, I'll get back to that later. But, but we um, need eco-friendly glitter, please. Whoever yeah, makes whoever makes glitter. eco-friendly <laughs> glitter in Western Mass, we need you. Or anywhere in this area. But Yeah, because we just have this shitty plastic <laughs> one from New York. Glitter still, is microplastics, it looks nice. all you fabulous people, but... Yeah. Anyway, we use some today anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Well, yeah, no, it's okay. It would just be nicer to our skin and our bodies if it was and e- eco and the earth. Yes. We're connected, so... Um, okay, and then moving up, I made a heart with, like, three little dots on each side. 
three, and they almost felt like exclamation points, like, I'm a heart, like, love. Yeah, coming from my heart center. Yeah, and then I made some wings around that, and it's also a very, like, reddish-brown, like, tribal color feeling. And super earthy. Super earthy. And then I put a little raindrop above the heart leading up to his throat, and then on his, the front of his throat, which looked really beautiful, was the I put the Aquarius symbol because today the sun went into Aquarius. Hi. Tommy hey. is in Aquarius. His birthday is in like a month and it's like It's like in a week and a half now. Yeah, we're oh that's in, what I meant. In we're a, into a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think it was this sort of like um so glitter to me is a symbol of queer resilience specifically. It's like being the sparkle in the darkness that, you know, and solar plexus is very much this area of like identity and so it's like my identity is here and it's not going anywhere because glitter you can't ever get it out of anything and um some of my favorite people uh share what i'm saying about glitter there's a poet c.a conrad and also we met this amazing person named julie woods and she goes by j wow and she also she wears glitter on her bald head every day it's just a symbol of of resilience basically and and fabulousness and being the light in the dark so yeah I don't know so I think the tribal colors like connecting to the body being a part of community being queer having this like resilience with your identity and rebirthing yourself (sighs) yeah and Aquarius like you know I mean and that's you with your four planets in Aquarius and it's also like your new voice right like you're transitioning and like your new voice both as like a physical like it's dropping and also as a metaphor of like yeah you you're having this new I don't know yeah a new a new voice that's more you Mm -hmm. so yeah and probably much more Aquarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you were just describing that, it was like, yeah, no, my one of my my favorite parts about it was like, I just love these how they like the zigzags on the side. I realized because like that that part of it made me also be able to like visualize my chest in a mm. way more that I wanted it. Also, it made me like very sad to have this beautiful art on my chest, and then sort of like underneath the beautiful art is just like <laughs> the arcs of my breasts, which like I don't identify with. It was just like hard because it was like beautiful, and then just like yeah. oh, disidentification. Dis- like mm. it was just a hard collab going on. But then, yeah, one of my favorite parts was like the Aquarian wa- ra- waves right on my vocals and I feel like it's like so important to me right now I feel like it's one of my things is to like try and I'm trying to figure that out so much Mm. um and yeah and yeah yeah and you are and like how to yeah what's my voice amongst like the community especially because community is so important like collective idea and consciousness is so important to me but then what comes through like right here all that stuff yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and you're already contributing, you know. You just maybe don't see it. It's not even necessarily something that you have to find, but it's just something that you are, and you're already contributing. Yeah. From my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. For me, I drew 
it was a very triangly, like triangles with dots and super tribal feeling, like almost kind of like anointing myself as like a masculine tribe member. I also want to quote Julie Woods, aka Wow, again. She said, the difference between a community and a tribe is intimacy and trust. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was one of the most powerful things I've ever heard. I yeah. want to have her on this podcast. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, I just have to ask everyone we mentioned if it's okay to yeah. mention them in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so, so I drew a lot of... Um, I feel like a lot of... Um, Aries imagery for myself and Aries, Aries Taurus imagery. Um, Aries being the first sign in the Zodiac, which is my true node or my North node, which is a whole kind of other podcast. Um, and Taurus is about love of the physical. So about, you know, making my body a safe, loving place. Mm-hmm. I drew things on the right side of my face. I put glitter fucking everywhere because I just like love it. So it's literally dumped it all over everything. Um, and yeah, um, glitter on the right. Uh, I did symbols on the right side of my face. The right side is the masculine. And I don't know. I just, I just listen when I'm doing stuff. I just listen to like what feels good. And then mm-hmm. I look and intuitively I'm like, Oh, more line there or another mm-hmm, dot there. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, yeah. It's, Oh gosh. I would yeah. love to like make words for that sensation. Cause I understand it too. It's just mm-hmm. like energy. And then sometimes the marks are like, wait, and I feel the energy that it's supposed to go there. Mm-hmm. And like, it sort of creates like, like I can feel balance and like mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like the feng shui of the body. It's like there's feng shui of the room. If you put certain furniture there, it happens art creatively too. It's like mm. the feng shui and the, the, the feeling that like markings actually like visually make and like mm. yeah. you can feel things and see things Yeah, mm. and it's on your body. It's like, I don't know. Mm. I also felt with mine a little bit of a clown aspect. I got that too. Yeah. With the, the, the dots dot, are very yeah. like kind of clown-like and if anyone if you've ever taken a clown class and you're listening to this you know this but it's actually like not always a fun slash funny experience i explore so much sadness it's so much sadness and so and so much vulnerability and like using that as a vessel for you know like i posted a picture of me yesterday crying because it was a really hard day and i realized that like it could be perceived as like, like I was being the clown because it's just yeah. like sort of putting my vulnerability out there and people might, wow. it sometimes tickles people's funny bone <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. But sometimes when we're really sad and really vulnerable in the sadness, it's, it's all of a sudden funny somehow. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I was just thinking a lot about that. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool that, I don't know, I'm just, I'm really loving how you were like, I'm thinking about the picture of you crying yesterday, and mm. then you put that on today. It's, mm. You did a lot in 24 hours. I did yeah. a lot in 24 hours. Yeah. Do you want to like, vlog <sighs> some words about what happened sure. yesterday? Yeah. So yesterday, a really shocking and like, um, difficult and 
blessed thing happened, which was um, I got a letter from the federal government fraud something, or I don't know if it was the federal government or the state government, actually. I think it was probably in the New York state, um, saying that, um, so I was supposed to have top surgery on March 13th, and I did a fundraiser and everything. I've spent hours and hours and hours um, planning for this and getting the time off at work and then figuring out, okay, I don't have the all of the paid time off, so then doing the fundraiser, putting a lot of time into posting it, and putting, um, I mean, showing up at NYU. It was supposed to be at NYU. I showed up at NYU last January, and I literally sat in the office all day until they put me on the schedule. Again, it's this New York-like fight thing. Yeah. Like, I have to fight for myself and my yeah. body and my life. And I feel like, um, so yeah, yeah, so yesterday I got this letter saying, um, basically we know that you moved to Massachusetts and therefore your health insurance in New York is no longer valid unless you can send us, um, unless you can send us proof of a New York address, which I, uh, after November, 2018, which I can't, um, cause I don't live there and I'm not on a lease. So, um, it was just hard because Again, it's like letting go of this. Well, first of all, like it was so close. I mean, it's we're in under you didn't, you two didn't, months. You didn't, did you say what you what happened? You just said you got a letter, but you didn't say like what that. You just said insurance dropped to you, and you haven't said that it means that you can't. have Well, it. yeah. So the insurance dropped, and what that means is that I can't have the surgery because Your I top think surgery. top surgery. Yeah. yeah so gender affirming top surgery. Yeah, which I think is at least a six thousand or ten thousand dollar surgery out of pocket, and then there's also like all of the pre-op appointments and all of the post-op appointments, and there's no way that I'm commuting down there to and paying that amount of money. Um, what's most frustrating is like, I just really didn't expect it. And so I also didn't sign up for my health insurance that was offered through my new job. And I now have to wait four more months to sign up for that insurance. And then it's not active until six more months. So it just kind of was a logistical nightmare. However, I feel like I, I went through some really intense grief of like, wow, New York is really over. And even though that's really good um, it's hard and any change, a part of our consciousness, our subconscious and unconscious mind actually thinks that we're dying. And it is in a sense, again, like this New York death, it's like this ego death. And for me, it was this death of like, like I cried so hard because it was like, but I worked so hard. Like I worked so yeah. hard to schedule mm -hmm. this surgery and to me, it was the universe being like, yeah, stop doing that, though, because yeah. it can be easy and it doesn't have to be like this. And you can now get surgery, you know, yes, maybe it's a little bit later now this year, but you can still get surgery this year and you can do it a 10 minute drive from your house. And the community that we're building here can actually be here to support me and support us. And um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I also just want to say that even though I'm like, well, I chose to move here and I'm not a victim and it's a blessing and blah, blah, blah. I really do like want to use my voice in this moment and say like, we do need universal healthcare because it doesn't actually make any sense that if you move three hours away from where you just lived, that you lose your 
health insurance and then have to start all over again. Like, it's really destabilizing. And I just also want to add, besides universal health care, just how important it is for everyone. I mean, it's happening everywhere, but really Mm -hmm. how important this shift is in just making access Mm -hmm. for all marginalized identities the same everywhere. That way you don't have to also change and readapt to different, like, parameters and right. legal things of the state so now not only and talking about your top surgery it's just hard because like different states have different you know protocols and so you have to like adjust to that and in one yeah. state you could have more freedom and in the other and it's just all it's nuanced and like just really hard to deal with yeah i mean and it's I already think... we go through so much more red tape than cisgender people or people who aren't medically transitioning that it's just like I mean we literally like I joke that like every trans person the moment that you come out you should have a free administrative assistant gifted to you because we spend I don't even I'm I'm really actually mad about the amount of time that I have to spend um yeah well administratively like fighting for my yeah health insurance and my hormones and going to the doctor every three months because they have to test your blood and they don't give you more hormones unless you do those tests. And yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, that was the case in New York again. So I'm open to like, I'm hoping that maybe here you only have to go every six months or once a year and you can just get hormones all the time. Like, I don't know what the state of Massachusetts situation is. Um, Mm. probably should have researched that, but we're figuring it out. There's a lot of good. And yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's interesting to think about how the trans experience changes depending on the environment and how in New York it really is sort of, and not speaking for everyone, but I mean, we were under this sort of environment <laughs> thing that was making it so the process of being trans was within the same energy that was processing just like the fast paced ego like get mm-hmm. in get out get everyone satisfied mm. like quick high volume yes kind of thing um i felt like part of a trans machine yeah just like and a there's... cog getting pushed through a machine that was made for <laughs> trans people yeah uh, it's it's very and it's just it's interesting that that can happen in new york there's so many there's just so much i mean it's great there's so much trans representation and people doing their thing but mm-hmm. um yeah it can be a really intense thing mm-hmm. and um and it's like yeah. there's resources there's abundant resources in new york but there's not support yeah well i, I those energetically feel like two different things i think because you crave the more like connected to nature community mm-hmm in a tribe support Mm -hmm. and the sort of yeah the environment in new york is not that Mm -hmm. really yeah it's um or it wasn't for us i feel it just felt more yeah support feels more like clinical there and people Mm -hmm. feel more separated even though we're all so close Mm -hmm. um just like in individual pods yeah just just that um, when you're on the subway and you're it's like you feel like I remember just feeling like totally isolated amongst well, while simultaneously having my boundaries trampled by crowds of people. Like it's like I'm so alone and yet there's hundreds of people here and I'm being like elbowed by two of them. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's just not for us. Yeah. Anymore. Hmm. Um 
Do you want to say, I feel like you, I'm really interested in what you have been studying about Aquarius and reading about <laughs> Aquarius and yeah, maybe you want to end with that because as a gateway into your birthday in a week and yeah, like what was, what really struck you about um, what you've been studying in terms of the sign of Aquarius and that energy? I feel like there's a, some way to like connect what we were, we were just talking about about the trans experience and then a bit about the Aquarian. Oh, I could even speak. Yeah, I could speak to that right if you want to go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Aquarius is all about. Yeah, Aquarius is all about the tribe. It's and it's it's all about the mm -hmm. new. It's all about the tribal consciousness, understanding that we're part of the collective, and and beyond that, it's we're in the Aquarian age and you know, the systems are, albeit slowly, dismantling, and it's all about the new society. It's like, so, and then being trans, it's like you're literally innovating. Aquarius is all about innovating. It's like, it's like, it's like you're literally creating yourself. Your Aquarius is, is God. It's God. It's like, it is the sign of creation. And I feel like being trans is like, you are you are your own creation. Yeah. Mm. So that's what it means for me. Yeah. It's interesting that as this is happening, other things are like crumbling down. Like I'm thinking about you just juxtaposed with the fact that you found out that information, which has been make about your surgery, which mm -hmm. is making me think about mine and that how it's like, oh, we're on this journey, but there's this but moving to this place is like meant that we had to let a lot of things go. Yeah. Old ways of doing things. So in a way it's like <laughs> you losing your surgery, me potentially also not being able to do it in New York is just really a sign of the Aquarian age happening. Mm. Um, because mm. where we traded in probably trading in doing, uh, gender affirming soul affirming procedure and a place that has sort of a different view on community and potentially mm -hmm. doing it here which is um feels like the aquarian thing is much more on people's mind mm. in certain ways mm. um I, huh, yeah, I, um, were you going to say something? Yeah. Could I share what our Venus signs are? Oh, just, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, just because, just to speak to that, so that the Scorpio, Scorpio is the destruction of the old paradigm. Which is Danny's Venus is in Scorpio. Yeah. And then Aquarius is, I mean, we can't really build something new unless we destroy what's not working. Mm -hmm. So Scorpio does the job of destroying what doesn't work. And then Aquarius ushers in the new paradigm and the new consciousness and the new community and the new life. Yeah. So, and that's what Tommy's Venus sign is in, is in Aquarius. So yeah. we sort of represent the new planetary tribe as a two-person metaphor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks for boosting our ego. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like it's... It doesn't feel like ego to me. It feels it's like feeding. perception. Yeah. It's, still it's one way to perceive. Ego face. Eh. 
Um, gosh, okay, well, I was, like, jotting notes about the Aquarian, because we're gonna, like, finish up. Yeah, 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 take us home, take us home. Uh, God, well, I'm gonna just, what was I? (laughs) Well, okay, so on my, like, Aquarian page, I have the word creature with asterisks, because that's been coming up. Mm. Um, and creature is, like, animalistic, self, like, organism, like, self- made and that's just been coming up a lot lately that's on my page that was the first word i have there and then mm. last night um so yeah i did it was doing a lot of reading about uh, astrology reading up again about aquarius and also aquarius's relationship to pisces and to leo and what mastering the mind of aquarius like really means and for me specifically because it's been something i'm like i have to master this which even me wanting to do that mm. is like so aquarian and i didn't know that either but like, <laughs> just this like sh- internal mind struggle of like who's in control and just oh, like wow. with source yeah it's like it's just it's one of the things of an awake awakened aquarius that i have to just figure out and mm. discerning between um yeah like other people's things and like my own and when to connect that far out and when to not and just like Mm. it's like mind mastery it's literally yes it's like mastery of like being so like i so aware of the universe Mm. it's like i have to master being like (laughs) multi-dimensional yes um and, and that's divine masculine too is mastering thought and divine feminine is mastering emotion yeah and so i was reading the thing and it was beautiful it was from this place called the, the millennial being mm. it's just someone's blog it hasn't been updated in like years i just love that it's like this like archive of really beautiful writing on the astrology and like totally. not touched anymore yeah. um but they kept using this word transpersonal Mm. I mean, any word with trans, I was also just looking, it's just so Aquarian and amazing, mm. right? The word trans is, mm. like, literally so amazing. And what like, does it mean, again? Tr- the word trans? Yeah. I think it's just, like, I it's mean... It's like this, um, yeah, he just did this gesture of almost, like, an umbrella, like, an, a broadening or, like, yeah, an expansion. Like above, yeah. over. Um, we'll Google, I'm, I'm gonna Google it while you're still talking. But, um... <laughs> transpersonal and I related to it and I, I wrote about it I've been on my social media but mm. I just like I read the word and I was like <gasps> like mm. I identified with it so hard it's um, <laughs> one of the one of the sort of definitions of it is denoting or dealing with states beyond the limits of personal identity mm-hmm. which is so fucking Aquarian it's yeah. going above personal identity relating to everyone seeing that everyone is yes. one and but also at the same time like it's reminding me of how so many trans people need to do this transpersonal experience they need to totally break mm-hmm. out of personal identity to sort of realize that they can be anything at least for me mm. and that it's like i don't know it just it just rem- transpersonal feels like it's like oh that's for me the state of my trans experience that's how i would describe my trans mm. experience it's like my trans experience being a transgender now being a transgender aquarian yes. <laughs> is transpersonal for me it's just mm. all about that like theme it mm. just feels like a huge yes. life theme of mine mm. um yeah and yeah being a creature and um mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah wait what does that have to do with being a creature though can you expand on that can you look up the word creature for me yeah sure well oh, we have trans, trans right now which as a prefix means on or to the other side of 
or it means across, or it means beyond. Yeah, and then they put transatlantic, which is like about, yeah, beyond chemical, let me see. We'll go back, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond a specified chemical element in the periodic table, which I also like. I'm just thinking about changes in hormones and Through like transcutaneous. It's through, like through the cute, the, I think that's through the So stand. or such as to change or to transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just to like through throughness like and it's kind of like that it's like not only this thing like it's like you're not only tommy venus you have this expanded it's above it's beyond yeah into other yeah um Mm. and i just related to uh, being a creature because (laughs) creature is like It says an animal as distinct from a human being. (laughs) An animal as distinct from a human being. And then they also put like a fictional or imaginary being, typically a frightening one, a creature from outer space. And then uh, Mm -hmm. one of the other things that was on here is like organism. Mm. It's also has these really bad connotations like wretch, beggar, soul, Uh, whatever. uh Um, But fuck that. Um. Uh, one of them is like organism anyway just i've i've had people tell me lately since starting my trans journey and i think manifesting my soul which is making me look different and calling on certain features of mine that i might have not asked us if access if i had gone down a different path but i think i'm accessing this part of myself that's like very creature and like people are like oh yeah you have creature in you and it's mm. in this very loving way mm. which is also fun because it's like you hear the word creature and it can be like goosebumpy scary like mm. bumpy nighty <laughs> but i don't know like to be looked in the eye and be like oh you're a creature like it makes me think of the fact that from other like from this trans experience i've been able to change my appearance and become more of myself which is very animalistic Mm. um like i feel like i don't know i mean i've used magic aka hormones to change how Mm. i look and it's just like organism becoming its own thing and like Mm. sourcing from like the ethers of the universe to like embody something and like Mm. i don't know creature is just very trans to me Mm. um love that yeah <laughs> cool creature is a very trans word and i i like it yeah all right well thanks for listening i think this is a good place to wrap yeah yeah yay thanks for listening to our podcast y'all <laughs> wait wait no no hold on <laughs> That concludes this episode of our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you received value in listening to us and would like to support us, we welcome your donations via PayPal to dannyandtommy77 at gmail.com. We are grateful to be able to sit down and have these conversations and share them with you and are aware of our privilege in being able to do so. You can find Tommy on Instagram at TommyVenus and also at TommyVenus.com. Danny can be found on Instagram at hello Danny Brave and also at dannybrave.com. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye. See you next time.